Hi, Mom Stomp listeners. This is Joe, and you're about to listen to episode 14, Venice Beach. Hey, in this episode, we talk about Susie Orman, American financial advisor, author, and podcast host, New York Times best-selling author on personal finance, okay? And the entire time, we refer to her as Suze Orman, not Susie Orman, her God-given name, Suze Orman. We messed up. Everyone chill out. No one sues us. Episode 14, we are here. I mean, do we even need to talk to about Brittany and Rihanna or do we go straight to I just want to say one thing. <laughs> I mean, and, the, and our listeners are going to be listening to this eight days after it happens, but we still have to address it. People will still be tweeting about it in eight days. You've got to know that. This is a cultural conversation. Oh, and I mean, well, okay, yes, go on. Okay, so for Riri... Yeah, um, because we're 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 tiptoeing around the due date. Nobody knows when it really is. But at this point, I was showing Joe a picture. She was in a baby doll dress last week. Yes, looked very like normal pregnancy wear. Yes, and she Da-da. looked stunning, like alien in it. And I, right, Joe? Yes. And so Annie's point was go because I and concur. And I, I was said, about to say it, but I no, you have to be the one that says it. This isn't her style. It's not her style. It's not. <laughs> The looks. It's not what she's wearing. It's her. Mm. It's her. It's she's her. wearing these clothes. It's her. It's okay. Her. So, so when we, I'm, I'm looking at the new, newest one where she's in like this all black she, moment. She did an after party mm-hmm. at the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. The face. That's what I'm in it for now. I'm like, show me that pregnancy face because I know you're slamming in the outfits. That, I mean, that's a whole package, but the face. Yes. We are, we're, we're sitting here waiting for the savage Fenty lingerie pregnancy. No, girl. She's coming hard with the makeup. She's oh, going to give time. us some special pregnancy foundation. I don't know, but her yeah. face does look... But yeah, Annie's point. She goes, look at this. This is what a normal pregnant woman would wear, yet she's still come so hard and it's yeah. like this isn't about what she's wearing although what she's wearing is like and, and she's styled so yeah St- she's styled, styled for the gods but um yeah nobody can do it like re because it's re that's damn straight that's also. the damn truth and that's so don't truth. think you can come for these outfits don't think that re inspired you to okay re could inspired you to be you know sexier more confident in your maternity looks but you're never gonna look like her <laughs> Oh Try all you might. God, but you're never going to look never, like her. Never. Okay. Okay. Now, And Brit. she's going to be a great mom. Okay. It's going to be sick. Okay, Britt. Brit got a new white coat. <laughs> she got a new white coat. This girl, look at the white coat album. She posts six. I'm looking at it right album. now. Album. You called it an album. That is so spot on. I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah. That's Instagram. our an Instagram album. album. But I, that just hit me. That okay. just hit me. That 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 it, it's an album. It's an album. It, she wrote, she posted six photos, and now and she's kind of the queen of this. There is no difference from one picture to the other. We're and, talking <laughs> same face, same pose. Oh no, my yeah. God. And then she posts this chocolate thing. She posted Britney. She oh posts like God. kind of a half TikTok dance. But then she randomly best poses. actor. I mean... He is the best actor. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> I got to tell you, there was some text up here earlier today that I was like fully... Oh, no! This is the one! What? Annie, go to her TikTok video in the black dress and the white shirt cuffs. The little Wednesday Adam dress. I'm doing online classes in Minneapolis, getting a deposit on the gift. My uncle Roy got my cousin because Leroy found a turtle in the drawer and a fucking car. Oh, yeah. Flames. What is happening? Yeah. It's a lot of information. It's um, it's a different thought every every second. I... He found a turtle in the drawer, girl, and the car went into flames. You know, everything in her life turns into flames. <laughs> 
<laughs> the tire busted on the highway. Oh my god! I'm worried Save about me. her. I'm what are you worried about? This. Girl. I just want her to be free. Yeah, she doesn't. Don't feel like you need to post these, Brittany. If you don't That's want what to, I'm but saying. like, but also. You know what I mean? She, I don't know if she quite... She's not doing Instagram like the rest of us do it, and so we can't quite understand. We have no reference for it, so it seems <laughs> insane. But, like, she's doing it how she thinks she should do it. But I'm saying, like, girl, you free. Like, let the paparazzi take a picture of you at brunch. You know, yeah, get out. Get, get out. out. Get out. Come see one of our shows. Come see Funny Games on oh, Wednesdays. Okay. If you're in L.A., come to the Elijah <laughs> Theater this Wednesday. <laughs> We say Elijah now. We say Elijah now. On the podcast, we say Elijah. Outdoors, we say Elysian. Okay. Okay. The slap. I mean, can I say, I think, first of all, as you know, I'm a huge Will Smith fan. Mm. I had a poster of Will Smith in my dorm Mm. room. Okay. Girl, you straight up, you, you... Straight up, we're spank banked Will Smith. I was fully, I think, I've always thought he's like beautiful, stand up, nice. I get like he's like in the past, is seen as like can be corny, but like I guess that's how I, I'm straight laced. That's how you like identify. Them. Yeah. That's Peter. how you want him. And then Jada, I mean, we've, I've loved Red Table since day one. Okay. From the jump. Yeah. From the jump. And everyone's kind of like, I would love to know what Jada is thinking. I'm yes. sitting here going, what's Gammy got to say about this? Ooh, now that's the take. Okay, listen. We got to catch people up right now. Moms, not listeners, you got to know this. <laughs> catch your asses up on Red Table Talk if you're not watching. It yeah. is so good. She's been very upfront about her struggle with alopecia and like... It has been a major struggle in her life, and she's she's been very clear about it, changing her identity, being sensitive about it, trying to work through it. Like, yes, she's owning it. Yes, she's beautiful still, but, like, you got to understand, like, f- what she's giving to, like, her fans, the Red Table fans, is not, like, I feel strong. It's, like, it's a I'm product, struggling. Yeah, it's a product, product of her being brave in this struggle. You know, yeah. and we get to see this, like, beautiful, glamorous side of it. But that's, you know, that's a disease that you're you're trying to make the best of. And it's it's hard to lose things, like, physical things that change your identity in a way. What I have taken away from this whole thing is that, first of all, nobody wants to hear two white women's opinion on no, this matter. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was you like, know what I mean? even say anything? Right. So that, that I've kind of have just been taking everyone else's opinions in. And, and to that, I'm like, why? Why do I need to hear, like, what my old friend from Chicago who used to be an improviser, this white guy's opinion? You know what I mean? Like, it's just too much online. Um, oh, yeah. The only benefit of Twitter is, like, having, like, oh, I have a collection of, like, black and diverse voices right there on my phone for me to, like, listen to this conversation and hear these you know, these sides of the story that I can't think of because I'm a white person, you know what I mean? And that, that's helpful, but man, it's, it's, it's blowing up girl. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. That's why I was like, are we even going to do this? <laughs> right. But I feel like, uh, it's Jada. It's do, Jada. yeah, we could just say like, as friends of Jada, as friends, friends. God damn it. As friends. friends, as fans of Jada, that was hard. But yeah, yeah, that was hard as fans of Jada. Yes. And And I will continue to support Red Table Talk. I will. I'm worried that they will. Everyone keeps like saying, oh, they're going to, there's going to be a Red Table Talk about this. Or like Chris Rock's going to go to the table. Rest assured he will be. But I'm like kind of worried. They could shut it down. End it. Yeah. I think they could just be like, we give and we give and we give. And no. I don't know. Yeah. I'm worried. Gammy, Cammy, get out there, girl. I need your opinion. Gammy, we need you. <laughs> I'm dying to know what Gammy thinks. I mean, you, did you see that photo of them? No. What? After he had the award as a family? No, no. I, well, um, she's holding his hand. I mean, they all look, they're just like, you should see Jada's face. 
it's very much like from the photo, it's I'm proud of my husband. He has won this award. I'm happy. Okay. So you could take away from that, like, you know, we're not thinking about that right now. You know what I mean? But damn. This is why I'm like, do I even want to keep trying to be successful? Right. Do you know what I mean? Who I feel sometimes I'm like the reason I'm, I feel like I'm being guarded by guardian angels sometimes. Like, I don't want any shit popping off for me. I don't want them to dig anything about my family or me or something that I do that's wrong, you know? Yeah. Yes. It's terrifying. I'm like, oh, maybe I should just do this book fair for the rest of my life. I'm having a great time. <laughs> You're having a great time. And hey, I, it's like Peter's always kind of like, when I, anytime I'm kind of like, I talk too much at that party. Everyone hates me. He's like, did you say anything that you're ashamed of? Did you say anything that can be misconstrued? I'm like, no, no. He's like, you cannot think about it then. And I think like, in my opinion, I have like a clean slate, but they come for you. They come. They come. They find They that. dig. They're, they're little, they're little paleontologists. <laughs> <laughs> they oh. will find the bones, bitch. Oh, my God. They will find the bones. That's why it's like all these people in Hollywood are just like, don't seem like they're 100% with it. And it's like, can you be if you go that go for it that hard? Right. And also, of course, you're not going to be sane. Your whole career is based on you and you have a team of people working on you. You just like, you can't be, you're no longer who you used to be. You're like, it's so weird. This is why I can never get on Survivor. Oh, my God. Right? None of those no. people remain Incorrect. the same. No. Incorrect. Maybe some. You mean the winners? Or, like, every contestant on it? Some of them go, okay, wait, I guess I could be on Survivor. I mean, this is why I want to be on Survivor. Because you you get to the nitty-gritty, and that's how people know you. They know you at your low. Right. That's true. Okay. When it's all stripped away, honey. God, sorry. you would It's you and God. <laughs> it's you and God. <laughs> you and God out there. So I came across a quote last week, Joe, mm-hmm. that awoken something in my mother loins. <laughs> My aging loins. What's that the scene? Where did you see the quote? On Facebook. Oh, okay. So there's the first red flag. <laughs> Listeners, if you're on Facebook, God bless you. But we all know it's a graveyard. <laughs> it's a graveyard of our, the ghosts of our past. Mm. And, you know, silly ants coming in to say, now is this, is this you, Joanne Scott? Mm-hmm. Coleman, you know. Um. It's, it's trash, but I, I kind of like it. Um, I'm using it. I use Facebook. Okay. I'm this is the quote. You. It's about a minute and a half long. No, go, okay, go, Please go. strap in. Okay, this I'm is not listening. one sentence. I'm fully going to shut my eyes and listen. Go. I want to I give it some weight here, too. I'm not going to overact this. Okay. Okay. I love this. And, and, and I, uh, listeners, feel free to join me in shutting your eyes. Okay. Don't prioritize your looks, my friend. As they won't last the journey. Your sense of humor, though, will only get better with age. Your intuition will grow and expand like a majestic cloak of wisdom. Your ability to choose your battles will be fine-tuned to perfection. Your capacity for stillness for living in the moment will blossom. Your desire to live each and every moment will transcend all other wants. Your instinct for knowing what and who is worth your time will grow and flourish like ivy on a castle wall. Don't prioritize your looks, my friend. They will change forevermore. That pursuit is one of much sadness and disappointment. Prioritize the uniqueness that makes you you and the invisible magnet that draws in other like-minded souls to dance in your orbit. These are the things which will only get better. Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> Listen. Oh my this, 
this was coupled this is coupled with a with a photo of her and one of the latest movies she's just nominated for looking wrinkly as fuck oh belfast yeah looking wrinkly as fuck and um it's devastating and and them coming for her wrinkles Uh, and her saying look i got these wrinkles so this was her a response to that. This was a quote she has wow. had written at some point, and that she coupled with that photo. Wow! Thank I'll you for closing this. your eyes. <laughs> when I was visualizing that quote and letting it sink in, to me, the Dame Judy Dench, she is. This was a science fiction quote. <laughs> I was envisioning kind of like a very futurist. When they said cloak, I was like, Annie and I cloak. are gonna, Annie and I are going to start wearing cloaks. We're just going to be like wearing cloaks. We're going to get velvet cloaks and just kind of roll and kind of just like. And I'm like, okay, I'm just like envisioning us wearing. Roll. And then you're kind of like, I I choose when to have my fights. I choose when to da, da, da. and I'm like, these are these enlightened. And it's just kind of like, I'm trying to think of a sci-fi movie, but a sci-fi movie where the elders are in charge and they're wearing the cloaks. Elders. And they're, they're just wisdom. Like, yes, and they're just like all they're all like chiseled and smart and and above controlled. It all. Right. Control. But we know how what happens to old people for real. They D. They D. And they're disrespected and no one's trying to look them in the eye mm. because of their smell and their sounds and Or they're talked down to they're talked down to. Yeah, I, we and there, you know, what does this old person know? You don't know anything about life. We should be so lucky, Dame Judy Dench. The elders, the elders. I mean, listen, we've said it before. We're, this podcast is all about normalizing coming of age and growing older, and the wisdom that comes with that. And I thought that quote really kind of encapsulated that. Really made me appreciate what we've kind of been talking about on this podcast in a poetic way. Yeah, it's really lovely. Yeah. So did you take a screenshot of it and you got it like in you your better safe? believe. You I'm better believe. Sure. And Not sometimes to, you just need those to go back to them and say, just center yourself, bitch. Oh. Quit I mean, here we are. Not even halfway up the hill yet. I mean we're half we're not to the top of the hill yet. Not, I don't know what the hill is anymore because, you know, medicine's making people live till 200. Yeah, Dutch. I literally the other day <laughs> promised Coleman and Guy I would live to 133. <laughs> Coleman, Could happen. And Coleman goes, did I tell you this story? No. Just, Coleman goes, I'm sad that if I make it to 100, you won't be at my birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hundredth birthday, Joe. I know. I go. You fucking. Fu-. I go. You know. I'll fucking be there. I go. You think that I eat like the, the way I eat and that I exercise the way I exercise for anything else? I will be there. I will sing happy birthday and then I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> we all. Ah! We all gotta laugh. But <laughs> and when you blow out the candles and you turn on the light, you will only see my corpse. <laughs> <laughs> that was like you know how these kids do this like um this is brand new in the last like five or ten years i feel like but kids on the 100th day of school they always have something like a lot of kids get dressed up like old people oh have you again seen the pictures? disrespect no i haven't <laughs> They get dressed up, like, on the 100th day, you're supposed to, like, get dressed up as 100-year-olds, or um, they, like, Coleman and Guy have, like, made hats to celebrate the 100, whatever. There's, like, a little celebration at school. It's fun. Anyways. You know what we used to do? We used to let 100 <laughs> balloons go in the air. No. This was back in the early 90s when we didn't give a fuck about cattle, and and this was in Texas. 100 helium balloons in the air, popping all over the neighborhood for the squirrels to eat them. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Okay, amazing. Um, anyways, one one of those hundredth day of schools. <laughs> this was years ago. The birthday comment was just like in the last month. Like, I want you to be in my hundredth birthday. But years ago, on the hundredth day of school, Coleman came out and he <laughs> he was like, "This is a picture of me when I'm a one hundred, and and he, this is a picture of guy." And he goes, "You're not in the picture because you'll be dead." <laughs> <laughs> just damn. And you know, and 
you know, children, <laughs> straight from the mouths of babes. You know, in that moment, all you could do is, you're right, kid. You're you know, right. dead and you're gone. Right. You're t- you're dealing with it better than me. But I, I mean, oh I agree. God. Like, it's just that. Yeah. Why? What's the point? Like, we all know that looks go, and that like people. <sighs> I don't why know, do but they still do it. We still do it. And you know what? I never thought I'd be that. I always was into the idea of aging gracefully with like, you know, accepting the, the cracks in the skin and all that. But here I am like freaking out over that. I don't look the same. And it's like, yeah, of course, you know, you're not 20 anymore. Embrace. Yeah. Embrace what you are now. Cause that's what we keep saying, Joe, 20 years from now, if I looked at that photo that I hate right now. I'm going to be like, oh, to go back in that time. Yeah. Savor, savor it. <laughs> I got to tell you, Annie, for lucky for me, I've never liked the way I look. So okay. I, <laughs> that's one way to do it. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I'm actually not thinking like, yeah, I've never kind of been like, oh, I wish I looked like that again. I'm like, I'm you're constantly sick. evolving. <laughs> you're absolutely sick. I know you're so full of shit. Okay. <laughs> that's true. Like the, through my 20s, I didn't have eyebrows. When I look at those photos, I'm disgusted. Okay, nobody did. Gwen Stefani, she was a no eyebrow icon. No, it wasn't just like a line. It was no eyebrow. I didn't even realize that I should have them. And were they just light? There was not. They were non-existent. Devin Bachrath, drunk, told me I should draw them in. Oh my god! She goes, I need you need to fix it. She changed my life. Now that's the way. <laughs> that's a friend. A friend tells you, not Chris Rock. Going up there saying you got your bald headed bitch. You get drunk, (laughs) you get drunk, it's a throwaway line, and then it sinks in the next day. Yeah. And then that true friends tell you when to cut your shit Mm -hmm. and show you how to draw on your eyebrows, and that's a fact. And that's a damn fact. But yeah. Okay. Fact. Oh, wait. Why did we bring this up? Oh, the quote. Did you say that you had something to play? Did you like the quote? I love the quote. Are you kidding? It feels like that... Sh- I've never felt more old liking the quote, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> per the quote. I like... I don't... Okay, this is what I mean by that. I don't... Um, I'm not a person into inspirational quotes. Mm-hmm. I I will read them. I'll be like, that's nice. I never think about it again. I don't put them in my room. I don't... No shame if you're doing that. But I got this one. This one really, really popped for me. Okay. I'm going to tell you not to take it back to Jada, but I know that I've Mm. sent this to you. There's a Jada video on our Instagram literally from years ago. Like I was in D.C. watching it, and I would go back to watch that, and I would weep. It was like less than a minute, right, because it's on our Instagram, and she'd be like, it is about forgiveness. Annie, haven't I sent it to you before? I'm sure. I'm sure. Literally in tears over it. I watch it every once in a while, and it's like, I have, before I forgive anyone else, I have to forgive myself. And I'm like, girl, (laughs) you're right, thank you. (laughs) Okay, listeners, tell us, please write to us, send us a voice message, or you can call into our, our phone lines. Let us know if you have an inspirational quote that A, you're embarrassed by, or B, you're not embarrassed by and find absolute joy in. We want to hear them. We want to uplift them. We want to cry with you. That is right. Ultimately. Ultimately. That is the damn truth. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to get to before we talk about La Beach? I just do, I do want to say, you know what? Sing it, sister. (laughs) I don't have my... But right before we had this call, Peter and I just parent different. Mm. And I mean, gosh. When two parents parent parent different. different. Mm -hmm. Right before Annie and I started this, I I had one kid upset, and I was like, try to fix it. And then I go and then say to Peter, you got to manage this. And he goes, I did already. Mm. And I'm going like this, you did it wrong, my man. You did it damn wrong because they're still upset. Joe, it's hard. It's hard. You know, we did this in the Peace Corps. It's hard when this is nothing to do with kids. This is partnership. Mm. It's hard when you're not on the same page about something. And yeah. when people identify you together, 
most of the time it's great. Do you know how much cred I get because Peter is my husband? It's amazing. Like most of the time I come out on top, like people think I'm less crazy. People, they're just like, okay, if Peter's with her, that's good. (laughs) But sometimes he can be brutal and people are like, what's his problem? And I'm like a little ashamed. I'm like, I don't actually know. This is this is so good because we know the first person listening to this podcast is going to be Peter. Um, <laughs> yeah, he always you're dragging he's you're dragging guy. him to hell. He's a good guy. He's great. He's great amazing. dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Wonderful husband. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's hard because like, two different people, right? You love each other. You're married. You're doing this partnership, but then the kids come along, and there's different ways of problem solving. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks. It's hard. Yeah, you don't want to undermine each other and like, right. So it's kind of, but you're like also like the swallow. This my thing is swallowing the pride or swallowing like that. You know what, bitch? You're not always right. And let let this this situation isn't going how you want it to go. Is this kid gonna be like messed up because this situation didn't go how you wanted it to go? Yeah, that's what I struggle with. Because Joey's handling it in that moment. Differently. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or in a way he thinks he's handling it, in which I don't believe he's handling it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I mean, Peter, I trust him. I'm on the same page. But sometimes it is hard to bite my tongue. Ooh. Because, and, that, and just sometimes, most of the times I'm like, yes. That was perfect. And actually, I prefer it because he can be more stern. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, you handle this part. It's harder. Um, like the kids being sleep, doing sleep training or whatever, mm. that would not have happened if I didn't tour. Right. He has a more. Yes. He's more. I mean, because anytime sometimes I Sometimes you home, need that cold approach. Yeah. Sometimes when I'd be home, I'd be like, well, I hear them. I don't want to. It was really hard for me to sit through. Yeah. But um, Peter handled it, and then I came home from tour, and one time, and they were, they could sleep better. So, oh, I need to, I need to borrow Peter for a minute. Oh yeah. I mean, just let him be with Joey. And just lay down the law. Lay down the law. They should have a scare straight for toddlers, and it should be oh, Peter. That's a great idea. Toddlers love Peter, but I gotta tell you, he is. He's not fucking around. Okay, let's talk about this really quickly. Maybe we'll have to delete everything else. When you're with someone else's kid... Go on. And you kind of get to lay down the law, and you, <gasps> and you know they're responding to you, and you're kind of just like, feel you're good. You're sick. You're sick. <laughs> you're right. You're sick, I'm but just, you're right. <laughs> we're just like... We're thinking about one kid who like would never, 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 never eat like the certain food and they were at our house and we were like well that's just what we have and they were like okay (laughs) and it just felt so good it felt so good oh my god which one of your kids hates broccoli i know guy will only eat it with applesauce but what food does coleman hate coleman i don't know if coleman is explicit about stuff but like is it guy? He just doesn't want broccoli. Is that this thing? No broccoli. And he's like sitting there trying to teach you how to teach little I'm gonna Joey. Get, to... I'm gonna get this kid to eat broccoli at my house. Exactly. I'm right. Get this kid. And that and, and Peter and and people and kids do do stuff better for strangers sometimes. So it's yes. not like you have the magic yes. touch. It's just that like they're kind of out of their comfort zone and they're not going to push you in the same way. Yeah. You know. Actually, Carrie and I were talking about that. Like, this kid won't let me, won't won't do this thing when I'm around. Yeah. But when other people are around, you know, they will. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Peter should run it scared straight for toddlers. He would get, oh, I mean, man. we'd make millions. We'd have those kids... You'd have those kids doing push-ups. To, 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 <laughs> like, they'd be doing woodwork. Woodwork. Amazing. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. Let's go to um, Venice Beach. This week we went to Venice Beach. Venice Beach. Lots to do in this beachy town. It's just south of Santa Monica by a few miles. 
Santa Monica, is it its own city? I don't know. I feel like I these think. are beaches. No, but Santa Monica. Is Santa Monica Santa its own Monica thing? Santa Monica I think it is. Um, write to us. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, if you're an people. expert on L.A. and the um, county lines. Um, went to the beach. We arrived at different times. Yes. My family hit up the canals first. Our first taste of Venice Beach were these man-made, question mark, canals that are in the back of people's homes. Let's be clear. Okay. We're not doing any research. We're moms. So yeah, we're we're just going. Man-made question mark is what you get. Yeah. You know? And even even now, we don't do post research. Rarely. Rarely. We, sometimes know. our sleuth, Liza, she I will mean. send us information, but you know what? She yeah. is a rocking and rolling yeah. in Colorado. She doesn't have time. But Liza, if you do have time, please let, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Okay. Um gorgeous gorgeous introduction to the city. You know, my son took a pee right into the canal. Had to pee. Took a pee there. Okay. Appreciated that. Gorgeous. Then we go to the beach. Mm -hmm. And the sand was nice. Mm -hmm. Can I say that? Mm -hmm. Somebody Mm -hmm. coming from Houston, Mm -hmm. our closest beach was Galveston. Mm -hmm. We call this the armpit of the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Gross beaches. It matters. It matters when you when you have a bad sand experience. This was good sand, bitch. It was good. Yeah. I loved this beach. Yeah. Okay. It was beautiful and easy. Easy. Listen, we've been to Santa Monica lots of times. I have. I don't feel like I have a really 100% good grasp on Venice Beach. I'm like, I want to come back here a couple more times. But what we had on Saturday was like a pitch perfect beach day. It pitch was, perfect beach day. It was Gr- amazing. Yeah. I mean, water's still too cold, but you know, if you dare, you can go. Beach was amazing. Then we decided, Joe, your family and mine, to hit up Muscle Beach. I'm going to have to boot Muscle Beach. Give it a big thumbs down for my opinion. Don't take your family here. Don't take anybody you respect to Muscle Beach. It's a filthy strip of um, street vendors. God bless these street vendors, but the people who here are out of their mind. It's disgusting. The toilets will make you want to vomit. Um, it, it's, it's no, there's nobody sexy there. There's no Arnold lookalikes there. I mean, there was one. There was one. There was one. Was, People was one were man. randomly taking photos and with him. And that was sick. That was it crazy. Was like, it was like ants on a... F- oh, it was so it, gross. It, but this man, there was no way anyone knew who he was. They just knew, you will be famous. He was six foot seven. He was a monster. Massive. He was just huge, huge. Massive man. He just Working looked like out. a hero. He looked like a, um, just a human. Clark uh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody who could take care of you. And people wanted their picture with him. And this place was filth. It was trash. I hated the playground. It was open to the adults who were playing basketball. There was no boundary to the playground. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely would never go to Muscle Beach again. Oh, listen, I got to I got to be honest with the listeners. But I kind of like that I kind of like that cuz I'm people watching, but you know, I definitely I mean, Coleman and Guy are 8, and I definitely was like each of you take our hand. Like yeah. fully hold our hand as we walk down this because yeah. someone Rough. could be taking you at any moment. You could be snatched. There's so many people. It wasn't that you wouldn't want your kids to be down there. I really don't. I think Annie's boot is appropriate. But like um, the beach itself was really beautiful, really nice. Wait, something else. Oh, yeah. We're walking down the strip. We we say goodbye to you because Annie and Joey, it's like time to leave. And um, instead of walking to the car, we're going to walk to the canals. So we say goodbye to them. Right. We're not quite done my family walking down the strip. So Annie and Joey and little Joey have left and we're walking down the strip and these guys give me a CD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. As a fellow artist. And, and, and what happens normally when these people anywhere hand you like loose singles that they've produced themselves. You or mixtapes. Yeah. yeah. You usually say no thank you, right? Right. Okay. Well, I said thank you. I said thank you. for. The, and you took the CD. I took the CD. 
because I was like sitting here being like, wow, he's had a lot of no's. I'll take it. I'll listen to it. I probably can't produce it or put any money behind it. So even if I like it, nothing will come of it, but I will take it instantly. He's like, can I have money? And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I have a couple dollars. Get my couple dollars out very hard. Cause I had the t- a couple dollars and I had a 20. So I, I pull out a couple dollars and then this other guy runs back out and he goes, here, take mine, here, take mine. And I can break your 20. Now I'm kind of like, oh, this is a transaction. What is happening? Oh my God. And then like, I am like here and like give him, like, I have like another $2 somewhere else, but I don't give him the 20, but like, maybe I should have, I don't even know what is happening. I'm literally, this is like, to me, it's like when you're an doing an improv show and you get postcards made and you want people to take it. I thought he was just getting his music out there. We walk away. Right. We walk away. Peter goes, you didn't know that was going to happen? I go, I had no clue. He goes, absolutely, Joe. You think they, they wanted to just give you their music for free? I go, yes. As a fellow artist, yes. <laughs> he could tell. He knew who I was. I, I thought I thought he's just trying to get the word out there. I didn't know. And Peter goes, no, no, no. This is how it goes. Then I didn't have any pockets. I was wearing like a sundress. Then Peter says to me, I'm embarrassed to be standing with you with those CDs in your hand. Because <laughs> you look like kind of like a schmuck. Right. Anyways. And, and so, let us know. did you did you hide the CD somewhere, or did you kind of, for no, Peter's sake? I had nowhere sake? to hide them. I was like Peter. I w- well, it really made me laugh that he was embarrassed. But we're gonna need to hear some of the CD. I mean, that's oh yeah, I should play it at the end. But yeah. I, I'll say this: I felt bad for not just like leaving my twenty. I just like my brain was like, what's happening? Oh, totally. The first time that happened to me, and they asked for the money, I truly didn't have any, so I had to give it back. You know, so that was that was all. You know, it just takes one time for you to learn that. That's that all, gig, and now on. you know. And now I now know. you know. And I feel bad. Like I feel so bad. I want to go back and give them more money because then I'm like, stop, oh. stop, stop. Okay. The, the okay. Stress. He okay. was. He's stressed to stand next to me. That, and that's partnership. See, see, see how that happens. I'm, but I'm, you know what? You brought music into his life, and and that he, that is a gift. <laughs> but Venice so. Beach itself, easy parking, lots of parking. The it, and it's just a nice beach, and it wasn't overpopulated. So that's weird. It really right? wasn't because and we went on a Saturday. We went on a Saturday, and like the lot was full. Right. I think people were just walking up and down that boardwalk or walking up that's and down crazy. that strip. Girl, I saw a man on a tricycle on that strip. Right as we left you guys, and this was probably the time you were getting hustled. Oh, okay. Um, a man on a huge tricycle, about five feet long. Uh-uh. Like, not a kid's tricycle. Like, a big, like, beachcombing type. I've never seen anything like this vehicle. Okay, yeah. Kept bumping into people, getting in their way. Me and Joey were like laughing because he was being like, God damn it, fuck it, fuck it. And then as we thought, like, this can't heighten anymore, yeah, yeah. he runs into someone's stand no, no. who's selling goods Stop. with it and he goes, fucking. And then tries to back it up as he's w- blocking people from moving. And so they're staring <laughs> at him, laughing. And then he backs up into another stand. It was so good. It oh was like, it was fucking I Love Lucy shit. It was nuts. <laughs> You must know this, listeners. This boardwalk, this not—it's not a boardwalk. This strip is insane. That's crazy. There's no, there's no room for a tricycle, let alone one that's banging into vendors. Oh, it was, it was huge. I mean, tricycle is not the word. It did have three wheels, but it's like size for a man. But it's like over exaggerated long. Like oh. you know, you see those men on the highway who are like, yes, <laughs> bikes that are like. Like this guy. <laughs> yeah, the legs. Where <laughs> your knees are up to your fucking ears. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Oh my god, that what? was um. I did see a guy on this like strip, and he was roller skating, and I was mad. Mm. He was good. I mean, he was. Man- he was good. He was maneuvering, but I was like, "How dare you? You're sick." It's just that's violent. This is not the place. Yeah, you're sick. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Stomp the beach and boot the muscles. Yeah. But 
And but I hear what you're saying. It, it probably was more local. I don't know. I felt so insanely touristy there. Yeah. I felt like a tourist there. Oh, weird. And they had <laughs> good food. Listen, the thing that I like about this strip is it keeps people off the beach. And the beach, the beach, the beach was really quiet lovely. and lovely. Lovely. Perfect. So, so like maybe it's, it's needed, but then, and I'll say like the canals were like beautiful, but, um, yeah, I felt weird about that because I was like, these are people's homes. Yeah, it is very strange. But it's so many people are walking down it. So you don't feel weird. You don't feel bad because you're like, oh, this is what people do when they're here. It did feel very peaceful to me. Yeah. It was like a special like botanical garden or something. Oh, it was do you so know what nice. I mean? Yeah. It was very special. It was But nice. yes, I would never want to fucking live there. Never not. No, no. No, never, no, never, no, never, no, never, no, never, no, never, no, 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 never, no, no. Okay, no. Okay, what's your boot and your song? Okay, my boot this week... I'm going to talk about, I'm going to bring it back to a conversation we just kind of had. Okay. Um, about the cash and this transaction thing happening and making change for money. Businesses that don't take credit cards or charge you a fee for using a credit card. All right, listen, I get it that these, these credit companies might be charging you a small fee for every transaction you make. Yeah, yeah. But honey, you're going to have to spend a penny to make a dollar. If you're a business owner, mm. if you're a business owner and you disagree with me, write to us. Come for her. Write to come for me right now. You can't be cash only. You can't. Okay, let me tell you what prompted this. Okay. When got my nails done? First time in like two years. Oh, wait, let me see. Babe, I, I had that color. Oscars. Thanks. I missed it. Easter okay, eggs. I like it. Listen, I got my toes done too, and that is not cash I just have lying around. I happen to have it lying around because I took it out the other day. I was like, I might need this for something with me and Joey. Yeah. You know, I'd be wearing my fanny pack. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast, you know. She says $40. (laughs) Okay. So I pull out everything in my fanny pack to get my card. The cash falls on the counter. She sees I have $40 in cash. Uh-huh. I say, here's the card, and I, I have the cash to tip you in cash. Can you please pay in cash? What? But you can take the card. You're just like, you're nickel and diming me so you don't have that fee. But, like, take whatever money I give you. That's legal tender that you're able to take. Wait, I have a question. And so her tip, her tip was lower because of that because I didn't have enough cash. And I was like, I need the cash for your tip. Yeah, and then what happened to that? She said cash. But it wasn't no cash only, because the person behind in front of me paid in a card. Wow. She saw my cash, pissed me the fuck off. Don't, you know, don't do this to your customers. Oh, my God. How old am I? My stomp, this is controversial. Uh Uh-oh. My stomp is Suze Orman. Did you ever watch Oprah? No. Suze Orman was like her financial guru. Suze Orman is this crazy white woman who pops her collar, famously iconic. Um, And she, she, this is why I'm booting her, uh, stomping her, uh, stomping her, because she was the first introduction for me, a young girl, to think about money Mm. in an important way. That money is not just something that comes and goes. It can, like, ruin your life. It can ruin the, your well-being. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And not, I think she's, she is problematic. She's, she is a problematic person. I recognize that. I'm not stomp-lighting her. Is she? But <laughs> Wait, I am. she done? That's problematic. She's had a talks at universities where she kind of comes from a pull yourself up from your bootstraps sort of point of view and doesn't really recognize privilege. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got um, it. Is absolutely a gun-toting Republican, I'm sure. Oh, no. Which, you know, go for it, girl. I'm, Do you I'm think? all about you expressing those freedoms that we get in America. Um, but I but I think she's just, you know, maybe a little one-sided on... Okay. Uh, or, 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 um... What's the, the word? She's, uh... Tone-deaf or just too far removed yeah. from, you know, like poor people or people in the middle class. Cause she's so beyond at this point. Um, so her advice 
falls on deaf ears. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, she's she she was the first person to um, kind of like make finances cool to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and um, <laughs> and I firm believer like you know you can't take it when you leave, but damn. Damn, it'd be nice to have some to give to your kid when you D. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm thinking about money in a real way. Suze. I'm sitting here click clacking on my phone as you're talking about her. First of all, did you know she's a lesbian? Get it. Okay. You did know that? I don't think so. Okay. She she's given to the Democratic Party. Oh wow. I am shocked by that. Mm-hmm. It says. In 2008, Orman donated money to the Democratic Party. In an interview on Larry King, she said she favors policies of the Democratic Party and Barack Obama, especially regarding people in same-sex relationships. Okay, so she's a queer person who's a Republican. Got it. Yeah. Who leans... Who... Who... She's also... She's 70. She looks good. She's 70. She's out here looking good. good. Okay, what's your boot and stomp? Okay. My okay, okay, because I'm running the book fair. So this is what we're talking about. This for me and next week. So far, so good. I'm loving it. It's a lot of work, but I'm really enjoying it. So I'm gonna stomp book fairs. It's yes. so cute. I mean, seeing these, especially like, listen, after school, the parents are coming before school, the parents are coming and it's great to see the parents because I love like meeting people in the community and I like it. And I like making small talk with them and I like it as long as I'm not pissing anyone off. I like it. Um, and the kids, seeing the kids so come up cute. with their little change and their crumpled dollars to and trying to figure something. it out. And just, they're like, it's two ninety nine with tax. What's tax? Believe me, there were four or five kids that get to come in, in the middle of the day. And I was like fucking talking taxes with these fuckers. I go, oh, you were Sue's orming them. Oh, I, girl, I was. I was like, well, tax, you know, everything that you buy has like a little bit of thing, a little tax on it. And all that little money adds up. And that pays for teachers and police officers and the roads. What are other things you think taxes pay for? Exactly. We're going on a journey here. And I love it. Tax journey. I'm loving it. And they go, so does that make sense? One girl goes, no. The other kid goes, yeah, I get it. Oh, by the way, (laughs) this is my favorite fucking part of the book fair today. This kid, so it's like K through fifth grade, right? This school. This kid comes through and he is cool. He's got a cool buzz cut. I can tell he's got swag. He comes yeah, in. He, some kids have it. He's got it. He has got it. I can tell instantly. And I'm like, you know, it's making small talk with him, checking him out. And then he goes, here's a tip for you. <laughs> oh, yes. This man tried to give me a tip. And I'm calling this him man, a man. This man. Uh, this you, respe- man. you respected him. Queen sees king. Uh, I got to say this. Double stomp the administrators at the school. Okay. Don't pass. Go, listen. Don't don't waste a damn second hanging with the principal. Okay. Don't you dare. The principal's like the fucking vice president. President. You know they're the, puppets. The the complete power is with the administrator. Those 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 people work in that front desk. They, they are know. God. They're, they're the gatekeepers. Yeah. They're the gatekeepers. Right. Every school I've been with. Every That's school the power. That those are the people I like hone in on because okay. they know everything. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. No. No shame. No shade to the principal, but I think some people are kind of like all shade all day. Okay. And then my boot goes to vegan. Oh God. Oh, you shook your head like here we go again. Oh no. I did. Okay. My boot goes to people who work with kids who cannot stand the volume of kids. Okay. You need to chill out. You need to know what you signed up for. You need to chill the F out. But blessings on you for dealing with the kid. Listen, I respect you, but this is not the job for you. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I can't say this stuff. Maybe it's disrespectful. Ugh. Okay. I mean, this isn't a, a podcast about respect. It's a pod, podcast about our perspectives. 
Okay. I, 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 I want, for one, I like when kids are allowed. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. Annie, we had a birth story from Megan. Yeah. And, and you know, we played it. We thank, thanked her, but we got to thank her publicly. Megan, thank you for being number one. Always. Thank you for being number one. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. And I am I am so glad to hear about the volume that you screamed. I also had that moment of, am I being too loud? And then I was too quiet at first. And my mom was like, you can express pain. And so once I did, I felt weird about how much I was screaming. Wait a second. Was your mom there? Yes. Oh, we got to do birth story soon. My I birth didn't story know that. was, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember that. Okay, Megan's story so funny. If you listened to it last week, listeners, and this is what Meg, what Annie's referencing, Megan yelled so loud that as they were leaving, they saw police coming up, and they are convinced that their neighbors, Her neighbors. called the police. Yeah, yeah. And I love that part of the story. And I don't think that Megan mentioned this, but did she, I can't remember if this is a memory of mine or if she actually said it. Did she say this in the story? Even though I listened to it, did she talk about shaving her legs? No. The woman shaves her legs. Oh, well, well, she said she showered and stuff and washed her hair. Maybe she shaved her legs. Yeah, she shaved her legs. I just love Damn. it. Damn. Damn. That's just, the Midwest for you. That's polite. That's just polite. <laughs> that's just manners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She said you got to get clean before you do the dirty. She said, I'm coming in here like she it's knew. prom. Yeah. She, and then you're covered in body fluids and, you know, but at least you came in clean. There you go. That's it. Okay. We've done it, Annie. Wow. Wow, we did it. Thank you so much for listening. Listen, we love you. This whole episode wasn't about the slap and that's an that's an accomplishment. It's crazy. We did talk about it for a full a million minutes and you, and hopefully we only kept 30 seconds in. Thank you. Hmm. Okay, love you. Bye, love you. Bye. It's Jenny Staben.